and welcome to episode 7 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, I use my experience in working with adults that can't sleep to give you the most common reasons, if you feel like you've tried all of the advice on sleep and you still can't sleep, why this could be. Plus, I give you your takeaway action for this week. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blateman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you have worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. So I was talking to a client the other day and we had our initial call and she said to me, I've tried everything. And she listed off an extremely long list of supplements and products and rituals and techniques that she'd tried to make her sleep better. And some of them had made some improvements or had helped for a bit, but then things had gone back to how they were. And maybe you can relate to this. It's the most usual course of action that I find that my clients take before coming to me for help. And it's definitely what I was doing when I struggle with sleep myself as well. And if you've got a minor or a very new sleep issue, then sometimes this type of action could be helpful. But for most people with a sleep issue that they've had for a while, these things are just often not going to work. And I'm going to explain why not. So first up, if this is you, you're probably taking a piece of advice and trying to apply it without a wider knowledge of sleep. And this is because most of us are not taught how sleep works or how our thoughts and actions are affecting our ability to sleep. We're not taught that how we act all through the day affects our ability to sleep at night. Um, No one's explaining to us that while the mechanisms for sleep are the same for every person, our tolerances and triggers are completely individual. What this means is that When you get information about something which may help with sleep, you're not always going to be able to put that in context. So I'll give you a specific example. A common tip that I hear that people hear is is that you should drink less coffee. And on the one hand, that's completely sound advice because caffeine is a stimulant and it suppresses melatonin. But let me ask you, do you know people who can drink coffee after dinner and still sleep? I definitely know people who can do that. And do you know people who don't drink coffee at all and still can't sleep? Probably you know that to be true as well. So knowing a good piece of advice um, is only useful insofar as you understand the context and the personal relevance in which to apply it. And for the record, I I drink coffee every day. I thoroughly enjoy it. And so I don't want to give it up and it doesn't prevent me from sleeping. But let me give you another example. If a friend says to you they want to lose some weight, perhaps you would say to them, why don't you exercise? Then a month later they come back to you and tell you they went for a 15 minute walk every single day and they didn't lose any weight. But it turns out that they didn't give you the context originally, which was that although they were doing the walks, they're also still eating cake three times a day. And so now you're thinking, well, it's no wonder they didn't lose weight. But your advice wasn't bad advice. And some people could take the same advice and have a successful outcome. So the point is, Unless you have a broader understanding about how you actually put on weight in the first place and have unhealthy living, you won't necessarily be able to take advice, even good advice, 
that work for someone else and apply it to your own circumstances in a way that works for you. And the same is true for sleep. Unless you understand the wider context, and it's not complicated, you'll have no way of knowing which of this kind of sea of advice that comes in at you to try and which to filter out. And when you do try something, you won't know exactly how to apply that advice in a way that works for you. The second reason that you may not be sleeping, even if you've tried loads of things, is that you're looking for a quick fix or a kind of magic bullet. And this one might involve a kind of taking a step back before you can answer this one honestly, because we're all guilty of this. We want a solution and we want it now and we want it to be easy. I want a pill, a herbal supplement, an essential oil diffuser or a bedtime routine that I can just tick off in 10 minutes. And as a society, we're kind of addicted to that click on Amazon and get it the next day solution to every problem. But the false economy here is that so many of you are struggling and looking for the next quick fix. But if you take a step back, how much time, energy and money have you now devoted to looking for and trying these things to find the quick fix? Whereas by now you could have invested your time and money in a full solution that actually works. So please don't make this mistake as all the time that you continue to use kind of trial and error to try another quick fix product, your habit of not sleeping is becoming more ingrained and that's harder to change. And the effects of your sleep on your day-to-day life, so maybe it's mood swings, maybe it's feelings of exhaustion, maybe it's impacting your business or your relationships, you've got no motivation, um, you've got no motivation to do stuff, that's going to continue to get worse. The final reason that I come across regularly, if you've tried everything and nothing's worked, is that the things you're trying are only designed to help trigger one sleep mechanism, but they don't target all of them, or it targets a problem which you don't have. So if you haven't heard me talk about this before, I'll explain it briefly, but I did cover it in detail in the previous episode, so do go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. But briefly, there are several mechanisms in our brain that, if triggered, make us feel sleepy. But what most people don't know is that there is also a flip side to this. There's another series of mechanisms that, if triggered, fight against sleep and act to keep you awake. And those mechanisms work at the same time. So if you have one series of mechanisms and then you have a series of counter mechanisms, most sleep products only target one small thing. And most of them actually target one of the mechanisms which make you feel tired. But guess what? You're already tired. Most people with a sleep issue where it's taken ages for them to get to sleep or they're going to sleep and they're waking up in the middle of the night and they've got their thoughts churning and this has been happening for a while, you're already tired. You don't need a product designed to make you more tired. So like I said, I, I discussed this problem of feeling tired yet at the same time not being able to sleep in the previous episode. So do go back please and listen if you haven't already because it's a really important concept to understand if you're struggling with sleep in this kind of way. But anyway, sorry, I'll get back to the point. Most of the products and solutions that you can buy are focused only on the mechanisms that make you feel more sleepy. But most of you are already tired. So you know that you're tired, you know you need to sleep, and so feeling sleepy is in itself not where the problem lies. So what you need are solutions which tackle both sides of the coin, that support you to feel sleepy, but that also prevent those mechanisms from triggering, which then lay over the top and inhibit sleep. So let me give you a tangible example, and I'm somewhat simplifying here for ease, but if you if you already feel tired when you go to bed, 
but then your mind kicks in and you can't sleep because you're so busy thinking about stuff, about all the things you have to do in your business, then using a pillow spray, for example, may not be really effective for you because it's not tackling the mechanism which is actually causing your personal sleep issue. So it may work for some people, but if you don't know where your root cause problem lies and what mechanism that particular product is targeting, then all you're doing is random trial and error. And now you're back to wasting time, energy and money on trying solutions that are not going to work for you. So I want to summarise what we've covered because again, I know I'm giving you a lot of information in each one of these episodes in a really small amount of time. There are three really common causes of your problem if you feel like you've tried everything to fix your sleep issue but nothing is working. Firstly, you don't understand the basics of sleep, so you're not able to apply the advice or use a product in a way which is helpful to you because you don't have the full picture and context. Secondly, a lot of products are marketed as a quick fix, and guess what? Quick fixes rarely work in tackling a sleep issue that you've had for a while. For some people, it may help somewhat if by luck you happen on the right one, but they don't offer a complete solution. And thirdly, it could be because most of the products only target one sleep mechanism and most commonly the products target one of the sleep mechanisms that make you feel sleepy. And for many of you who are already feeling exhausted with lack of sleep, that's not the root cause of your problem anyway. So I hope you can see that if you feel like you've tried everything and nothing has worked, these are the most likely reasons why. It's not that nothing's going to work. So your action item for this week is simple. If you feel like you've tried everything, then I want you to please try a reframe on this. Because in itself, feeling like you've tried everything and failed is going to develop a subconscious belief that nothing will work. And if you stay in the zone of feeling like nothing's going to work, if you stay with that story that nothing's going to work, then nothing's going to work. And the truth is that's just not likely to be true. So please reframe your thinking and you can try this. Number one, I'm going to get myself a basic sleep education and then I'll be empowered to understand how my body and mind works and how I can regain control of my ability to sleep. Number two, I'll stop wasting time, energy and money on searching for a quick fix and instead look for a solution that's actually going to work for me. And three, I'll start looking for a solution that works to tackle the root cause of my particular sleep problem. Okay, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and have a great week. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.